Hello and welcome. My name is Christopher Chandler. And my name is Chris Shower. And, and we, we are, are Generally, generally American. American. In our podcast, we discuss events, culture, whatever else we want from a generally American perspective. From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the U.S. We invite you to be part of the discussion, and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. We're back for another fun week. And uh, before I forget to tell everyone, my uh, my home state is doing much better on the flooding now. Oh, that's good. So yeah. you can't you can't swim in, in the streets? No, can't do that. Luckily, that again, that didn't really happen here. Although something kind of rare happened yesterday. Um, my roommates and I were outside throwing a football around. Being, that's rare? You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit being, you know, super American backyard fo- throwing a football. And it started sun showering. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, super rare. And it's always kind of oh, yeah. nice. Isn't that where, like, the, what is it? Like, when the sun's going down, it rains at the same time. And so the, the sky is kind of like orange or something. No, the sun's still high in the air. Like, it looks like a fully normal, bright day, but it's oh. raining. Oh, okay. Because you have, that'll happen when you have, like, the sun. Mm. on one side and a cloud on the other side and the cloud is just barely hitting you but uh, it's really sunny huh. and it feels really weird that's crazy uh that is really rare so i guess it's about as rare as like a, a like a, a what is it called like a blood moon a harvest moon have you heard of that yeah those those are those are on like a set rotation though are those okay. are predictable oh okay or isn't that a blue moon blue, blue a, well blue moons too what a, a, so a blue moon isn't a blue moon like a full moon twice in a month though isn't that a blue um moon? i i can't remember but i know there are like it is a uh astrological event mm-hmm. it is something that can be tracked and predicted on a consistent basis well that's boring <laughs> hey you can't you can't call us wait I just called it astrological. I'm so Astro- sorry. It's a- astronomical. Uh, okay. You no, this it's not. You don't read the cards. You don't look at the stars and uh, like, hmm. Yeah, that's fun. The Pisces is telling me a blue moon is coming in three days. Yeah, that's the difference between astronomy and astrology. It's kind of like the same thing with alchemy and chemistry. They're they have the same principles, but one is more scientific. Yeah, you can tell I've been you know doing too much nerd fantasy stuff lately that i accidentally said that D. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no here it's been actually pretty pretty hot so we've been having like a, a a lot of rain lately but um it's supposed to get up into like the 40s next week whereabouts is that in fahrenheit no that's in celsius <laughs> no whereabouts Sorry. in fahrenheit is that uh god that's a good question like 90 100 something oh that sounds nice that sounds terrible (laughs) we we got up to like 98 fahrenheit the other day and i was like yeah no 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 no. we only get like four or five days a year of like 95 plus depending on the summer and i try to enjoy it yeah but see you have the luxury of having air conditioning where we don't so you just sit and sweat it out <laughs> and that's pretty much all you could do. It's true. It's much nicer when you know you can escape anytime you want. 
Yeah. When I go back to my mom's, like it'll be a hundred outside or something. And inside it's like 70, 60. It's like freezing cold. <laughs> so yeah, I, I never get used to that. Nah, but besides that, um, the weather's been pretty nice. They've been really worried about like dry spells though in parts of Europe, like in Portugal and Spain, there hasn't been a lot of rainfall as of late. So uh, well, you know, you know, with the way the world works and what we've done to it, uh weather keeps happening and not happening in places it's we're not expecting. Yeah. The, I guess the worst part is is that Germany imports a lot of its food from uh Western Europe. So wheeze up a lot of their water indirectly but that's a story for another day today's story is because today's a special day which is the 9th of july <laughs> yes which is five days after the fourth of july yeah so which, which is, is such an american uh name for our independence day that we just call it by we call it the fourth of july more than independence day because we're just like yeah it's fourth of july you guys should just know what that is it's about us no that's not why we say the fourth of july because otherwise you would get confused with the movie with will smith (laughs) (laughs) you're right you're right that's a good point i don't even know what that movie's about though to be honest i can't remember really have you never seen it i have but it's been so long i forgot it's about an alien invasion yep yeah i know that but is it about the fourth of july though it happens on the fourth of july Uh, okay like at the end of the movie when they're gonna make the big united push against the alien invasion the president makes a big speech about how oh today is the fourth of july but after today the fourth of july will no longer be known as an american holiday today we celebrate our independence day ah okay and i think there's a second version too though oh yeah it was really bad uh there was supposed to be a third movie and it's not happening now because the second movie was really bad oh wow they couldn't get Will Smith, and they didn't want to wait for him to be available. And uh, hmm. I mean, that probably wasn't the whole reason why it was bad, but it sure didn't help. Yeah, he has a whole list of problems, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> I said it again. <laughs> but no, yeah, so it's the 4th of July, and everyone asks me, do they have 4th of July in Germany? And I say, yes, of course we do. And everyone's shocked. But I was like, but it's not a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, I mean, you know, in, in America, we celebrate Cinco de Mayo I, and we, you know, we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. We like looking at other countries' holidays and Oktoberfest. We'll celebrate some Oktoberfest. We yeah. like looking at other countries' holidays as an excuse to just like eat good food and drink alcohol. Oh, my God. I was going to say that. I was like, that's not like because we're so culturally inclined. It's no. More- <laughs> so I think we would be like, hey, if other countries want to use that as an excuse to like grill burgers and brats and you know blow things up that's yeah. that's cool go for it yeah pretty pretty much so that's that's the only reason why we have why i have these holidays is uh i guess to drink and most people don't even know like what's the purpose behind these holidays <clears throat> like cinco de mayo or saint patrick's day god i don't know i mean i do know for cinco de mayo but not saint patrick's day but like the fourth of july everyone knows is well, I guess what a lot of people don't know is it's not actually the Independence Day. It was the beginning of the Independence Day. So it was well, like the... it's it's the day it's the day they finished the Declaration of Independence or they published it. And it's basically the day like as a united front, our country decided like 100 percent we're doing this. 
we're our own thing now. Mm. Um, even if it wasn't finalized at that point, like that's when the government marks, that's when our country marks its birth. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you know who all the people who signed the declaration? Uh, certainly not all of them. Wasn't it like 40, 50 people, something like that? You didn't memorize all that in school? I had to memorize all the names. No, that sounds awful. I'm just kidding. But no. If it makes <laughs> you feel any better, I had to um I had to memorize uh the Ten Commandments and their meaning as interpreted uh by the Lutheran Church word for word. So don't worry, I had dumb stuff I had to memorize. But there is definitely one guy you'll know who was on the list, and his name has become synonymous with the word signature. Oh, John Hancock. Yeah, yeah. So everyone knows him because so John Hancock, I don't really know anything else about the guy other than he signed it. <laughs> but his signature was so elegant. And I think it was the biggest on the, the declaration that it beca- that it's become a term in American English for your signature, basically. So I think everyone yeah, people don't that. use it much, but if it, I actually wonder if I almost said younger generations, younger generation singular to us. <laughs> I wonder if most of them would know what that was if they were given a piece of paper and like, all right, can I just get your John Hancock? Yeah, that's true. I don't think it's something that you would run around saying. It does sound kind of odd, but it's... I've had someone say it to me maybe three or four times. I ha- It's not something, it's not like the first, if I was trying to be funny, maybe, or... I don't know. Like I would, I, I think you're right. I would expect maybe an older person to say something like that, but I've pers- I personally do not run around and say people like, give me your, your John Hancock. <laughs> like that's not something I do, but it's definitely in like, you know, it's definitely an Americanism in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they signed it and then they fought. We won. Um, took a few years. Took a few took, years. It took a few years then uh, what was like the um, i can't remember the event where they they threw all the tea into the lake and wasn't that in boston oh the uh the boston tea party yeah exactly i i feel like for us that's kind of been ruined because people co-opted uh tea party like oh, 10, yeah. <clears throat> 10 or so years ago for something completely different but yeah the, the, yeah. the political movement yeah so now we now we, I think you and I, when we think Tea Party, we associate that instead yeah. of, but yeah, it was the Boston Tea Party, um, taxes on tea were too high, so they just went over to the port, grabbed a bunch of tea, and chucked it in the ocean. Which is probably like the, mo- I, I, I assume that's like the most stereotypical British thing, you know, tea, and they're destroying that. But well, yeah, I can can you think of how expensive that must have been? So they probably got that tea in like huh. India or Asia, took it to Europe on a ship that probably took, you know, a month or more. And then they put it on a ship in England and it went all the way to the US and then they dumped it in the ocean. Yeah, that does sound pretty expensive. That definitely does. And I can't imagine why that would make would make them mad. I guess for the so you had like the 13 colonies in the in the east coast and i guess their biggest gripe was like no taxation without representation or yep, you also that's, that's what uh 
That's like what everything was built off of. I think it still is. And you also have like, the, I, I'm pretty sure you know this picture. It's a it's a flag, usually yellow with a snake in different pieces. Um, yeah, the Gatson flag. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't tread on me. I believe that's, I don't know if that's from the era though, but it's definitely associated with like American determinism, like American pride, I would say. I don't know if that's necessarily from like mm. that era. I, I will tell you, because I know you've been out of the country for a while. Okay. It's okay. used for other things these days. Oh, like nationalism? Yeah. Oh, yeah, who? I, it, it's, it's always the funniest thing you'll see on uh, the same truck will have the Gadsden flag, don't tread on me, and then a back the blue <laughs> sticker right next to it. Like, I don't like government interference, but also I love the government's muscle. Oh, so it, I, I cheated. So it actually is from around the, the American Revolution. Wow, so. I'm actually really surprised. I thought that was like... A, no, no, it is. It's 60, 70 year old thing. No, it's from the American Revolution. So I was right. And you were right, too. Uh, hey, we were right together. Yeah. And it's, it does say here that it's used in a lot of far right stuff, which is obviously. But yeah, that so like the American Revolution, the 4th of July, that all goes back to America's strive to want to be a free and independent country, quote unquote. Um, I still feel like it's a work in progress. <laughs> But, you know, that was at least, you know, the, the starting point from, from, from which our country comes. So, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know if this is actually the reason mm -hmm. why we celebrate the 4th of July with fireworks. But, um, you know, in the, in the national anthem, there's the line, uh, you know, the bombs bursting in air. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a why we celebrate with fireworks because we're like, you know, we're like romanticizing all the battles of the war. Like, oh, look at all the shells exploding in the air. It's so pretty. But a lot of our imagery is pretty violent. If, oh, when, yeah. When you when you get down to it, a lot of like the patriotic songs, the national anthem, um, it's it's pretty violent. But obviously well, you we were like the underdog. Like mm -hmm. we had to. I mean, I'm not saying it's fully justified, but, but back in the 1700s, everyone who decided to start the revolution were angry mm. and they were fed up and obviously they were angry enough to resort to violence to, you know, cause change. Like, you know, change usually doesn't come about peacefully, especially to power. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty dangerous sentiment because that's what you kind of saw last year with like the, the Capitol riots and whatnot. It's, where... I mean, it's, it's true, though. Like, of course, very, uh, yeah, very, it's very rarely true. do you change power with words. That's true. I mean, true. They, they didn't, they didn't, uh, the French Revolution, <laughs> they didn't just politely ask them to leave. Which was inspired by the American Revolution, actually. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of people don't know is that the French, because the French were very instrumental in the U.S. gaining independence so they sent over some of their best generals one of them being lafayette who trained up a lot of our soldiers and uh i think we in return helped the french and their revolution but i'm not a historian so don't quote me on that um what um, and i might be wrong on this too what i had heard was that the the french government spent so much time and resources helping us um oh, because yeah. you know they don't like the english that when one it kind of 
I think it angered their citizens and it kind of weakened their military briefly. So it kind of created the opportunity for the revolution. Mm. You said an interesting sentiment, uh, which reminded me of a quote that I had heard. And I really like it because it pretty much sums up what you just said, which was nobody in the world, nobody in history has ever gotten their freedom by appealing to the moral sense of the people who, who were oppressing them. And which, which basically means like if someone's being mean to you, telling them to be nice isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, which is why when in school, when you're, when you're getting bullied and uh, they're like, don't fight back, don't fight back. It's like yeah, really dumb. It's really never, dumb. That's never worked. No. Because then you make yourself a victim. Um, but yeah, I think there's a fine line to be, to be walked between appealing to your oppressor and going full-on violent so but yeah i mean if you want to bring about change you you have to be radical about it to a certain degree but and that was the whole premise i guess of the the revolutionary war was to be free um and i know that some of the slaves fought in the revolutionary war and they were guaranteed freedom um by the british but since the british lost well they couldn't guarantee them anything so a lot of the slaves were then transported to Canada and they stayed there for the rest oh. of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Cause... That's actually really decent, uh, interesting and <laughs> surprisingly decent of them considering they lost. Yeah, I do know because I do know that some of the slaves um, were uh, fighting for and against the British. So some of them fought for their masters and some of them fought, you know, for the, the British. And so some of the slaves um, did make it actually did actually make it to Canada, as far as I know. <clears throat> so and then, you know, 100 years later, they're all transported to like Liberia and whatnot and Sierra Leone. So but that's that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was an experiment after. Uh, so this is like 100 years after the Revolutionary War. So like um, or not 100 years after, but in, in the 1800s, <clears throat> there was this drive to take slaves from the u.s that were freed and bring them back to africa it was kind of like a repatriation act if you will of like african people to africa and so the u.s started a colony in africa um known as uh liberia and that's basically where they brought all the freed slaves so they took the freed slaves from the u.s to africa to liberia and they were supposed to like build colonies build like um you know, build their own country and blah, blah, blah. And that worked out terribly. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. Um, for one, the people that they were returning weren't culturally African anymore. They were American. And two, the people in Africa were actually a still African and they didn't want them there. So, and because of that, like they did the same thing with Sierra Leone. I don't know if that was the Americans. I think that might've been like the French. I could be wrong, but yeah. So well, that makes sense why everyone accidentally posts the Liberian flag when yeah. they're trying to post the American flag now. Yeah, that was pretty much an I don't want to say that's completely the reason why it exists, but um no, it is actually I double checked. No, that is that's the reason why. Yeah, it was so like a lot of attempts have been made to bring slaves back to Africa in some way, shape, or form. But it's it's such a stupid idea because like the people you're bringing back aren't like African anymore, like culturally speaking. 
So they're they're as American as you or as you as or you or I, you know. So just because you know they're dark doesn't mean they're gonna fit in. <laughs> which in yeah, itself, which in <clears throat> honestly, that sounds more like a oh well, we can't have slaves anymore. Well, we definitely don't want them here. Maybe we can just send them back. Yeah, it doesn't pretty... sound like a good-hearted thing. No, no, not really. So, and then see, like I said, Sierra Leone, I think was also, they tried the same thing there too. But yeah, so now we have our 4th of July and our history lesson. <laughs> I was actually very, I feel like I learned a lot. Well, that's good. I hope, as I hope... usual, when it's American history, uh, there's a lot of not great stuff. No, I mean, we could get into the nitty, we can get to like the nitty and gritty and the dark, but let's not do that. So I guess for me, like when I used to celebrate 4th of July, I don't, I haven't celebrated in like, God, like 10 or 12 years, but um, yeah, I would do like barbecues, fireworks, uh, obviously not drinking because I was underage, um, but did you do your own fireworks? No, like, did I make my own? No, but like, did you set your own off? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't know if you, you probably grew up in the suburbs. I did. And so there were parts like the suburbs that were underdeveloped or not developed yet. So like there were empty lots of land. And I would always go there with my friends on the 4th of July and shoot off fireworks. Um, or uh, we would do stupid stuff. Like we would use the Roman candles as, as like guns. <laughs> and, oh, we'd God. Sh- and we would shoot at each other using the Roman candles. See, I never understood that because a lot of those explode. But like, so you don't really think when you're 14. So <laughs> no, I was definitely afraid of that at 14. Oh no, I wasn't. I would, I would take like the little bottle rockets and I would rip them off the sticks, and I would tie them all together at the wick, and I would put them in bottles and I would set them off. <laughs> and I would watch. That's, the- see, that's fun. I've done that with like smaller things for. Yeah, it's not smart when you do it in a glass bottle though. <laughs> It usually holds. Yeah, it does. I mean, that was it was real fun playing uh, like with fireworks. Or you have like these little, like little small white bags that you throw at the ground and they they make a pop. Oh yeah, uh, snappers, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love those. So those are super fun. They're relatively harmless though. Or like snakes, um, where like you set it on or you light the wick. And then it slowly grows and grows and grows and grows and gets longer and longer and longer. Uh, I like those too. Did you have to do anything to get fireworks? Because to get them here, it's kind of, you have to go through some steps. Oh, I went through my parents. <laughs> like you just went to a local store. Oh yeah. Like, um, well, usually we had like tents. So usually they were by the liquor store, funny enough. And so they would set up like huge firework tents and you would go there with your parents. I believe you have to be 16 or 18. I can't remember which one. I would but, hope 18. Yeah. And you would go there and you would just buy and yeah, be done with it. Like there was nothing special you had to do. You didn't have to have like a, it's funny. Like technically I think you should actually have to have some kind of training because I mean, well, it is a bomb, but we don't see it that way. Whereas in like, for example, in France, you can't buy fireworks on your own. It's, it's illegal. Um, only someone who's like trained in fireworks is allowed to purchase them. So usually uh, like there are public displays for fireworks, but like shooting them off in your, like your backyard or something is just not allowed. As far as, as far as I know, um, 
in germany it's allowed you can go and buy them if you want so the issue here in montana is you can't buy them in city limits and you can buy them out of city limits but the stock will be kind of limited however um it's maybe a 45 minute to an hour drive away there is a town called hardin which is on a native american reservation and you can do whatever you want there they have a big fireworks store there they have a casino i'm sure we have casinos here oh well yeah but on indian reservations that's something different though yeah the although i will say a little little side note gambling is legal here but you can't do things like blackjack or why table i don't know table gambling they don't Someone has lobbied really hard to make sure table gambling is not legal here. Huh. I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah. I mean, I've never really gambled, so... You I can wouldn't... do poker, though. Poker tournaments can be a thing. I'm not sure what the difference is, but... but that's not a table, anyway. isn't it? Yeah, you would think so, but whatever. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I've done this a few times. I'll go with my best friend and my roommate. We'll, we'll drive out there, buy like $200 of fireworks. You get like the big mortar shells and all the fun stuff. And they'll have like stuff like, like, uh, there are like big, just like tiny little stick of dynamite things called M80s. And in lots of places, they've kind of made them illegal because, you know, it's basically just a small stick of dynamite. So to get around that, they always have like, um, oh, these fireworks don't work and they just explode. You can buy them. They're like packaged as something else, but they're like marked as faulty. It's just the same thing. That does not sound very reassuring, to be honest. Well, no, they they know what they know what's going on, and I know what's going on. It's just, you know, it's just you got to get around the law. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I guess the biggest part, the biggest problem I have with fireworks is, I guess, from a European perspective, because a lot of fireworks in Germany are imported illegally from Eastern Europe, specifically Poland. And a lot of them aren't safe. So, and every year on New Year's, not 4th of July, obviously, every year on New Year's, you always hear people losing arms, fingers, eyes, being killed because like the, the fireworks have been made improperly. So it would be, it has like 10 times the strength what you, than what you would expect from like a normal firework or whatever. Um, I don't know if that's a huge problem in the U.S. I would say that most of them are safe, but... Yeah, though, you know, it's mass-produced explosives made with paper, so... Pretty, mu- pretty much, yeah. I'm always afraid of, you know, shooting a car or something, or... See, I, I get kind of a rush when dangerous... Like, it's not a good thing, but I get kind <laughs> of a rush when dangerous stuff like that happens. Like, uh, I have had, you know, you put them, you know, you put the mortar shells in the tube, you light it, and you walk away. yeah. I've had one of those fall over while lit and point at me and we all just had to run and like, you know, hit the ground. That sounds like call of duty. <laughs> yeah. And there was also, and this was maybe like 15 years ago. Um, member of the family used to, he, at the time he was married to someone like really wealthy mm-hmm. and they had a really nice house outside of city limits. So they always had like a massive 4th of July party and um so you know a bunch of fireworks and stuff and then when it was night they did they had like ten thousand dollars worth of fireworks god, or something like that god that's so much money that's so maybe much money. maybe it wasn't quite that much but it was a lot they had like they had a wheelbarrow full plus a bunch of other stuff but 
but even still though like you bring up an interesting point which is like the amount of money that people spend on fireworks is astro it's like ungodly high and yeah. i've seen people spend like thousands of dollars on fireworks and it's just why you know so you can have a really fun time for like 200 yeah definitely like you don't need to spend a lot of money but um i like for example i don't know what they're called but you have like a little box and they have like little missile fireworks in them so you'll have like i don't know like a 10 by 10 box and you light it and it shoots them out one by one really high and they kind of make like a, a like a squealing sound oh yeah those are fun yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called though. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a big fan of like uh buying bulk mortar shells because that's a really high value way to go. But anyway, uh, back to the story with the wheelbarrow. They're okay. doing their finale show for this Fourth of July party like 15 years ago, uh-huh. and they're like, you know, they just started. They're a couple minutes into it. They've lo- they haven't gone too crazy yet, mm. and something in the wheelbarrow catches fire. Oh no! And there's like 60 people in this yard and everything starts going off at once at ground level and we all just turn and start running and you're just seeing like all sorts of fireworks overhead like nobody got hurt and it was pretty cool but wow that was that was not safe that sounds super dangerous yeah and i and this is a me thing but maybe a lot of other people do that's kind of why i like fireworks like hey you could make a mistake and hurt yourself Mm. that's why it's exciting just don't make a mistake just just don't yeah but i don't know i'm i'm super cautious of fireworks so for me it's no you don't get to say that after after roman candle duels yeah but that was like 20 years ago (laughs) but no i'm kind of done with fireworks like i'll watch them but um usually i guess the worst part about fireworks is that it's super hard to breathe afterwards especially like here because it stays in the air mm. um but yeah i'm i'm, I'm an old uh geezer so <laughs> see see even me with asthma i just love the smell of gunpowder <clears throat> like I, i'm i'm a big fan of the whole visceral experience like i like feeling i got some ash and gunpowder on my skin like you feel the explosion when it goes off are you, like, are you I, I like the whole experience are you a sarah payton fan no because she said something similar to that that she likes the smell of like fossil fuels okay that's a normal thing but most people grow out of that like i can't even (laughs) smell gas anymore really i when i I go to the gas station i don't really smell it Hmm. no i definitely smell it but i don't really go because i used to love it as a kid and then i just realized as an adult like oh i don't even notice it anymore no but yeah, I mean, fireworks are nice from a distance, but I don't, I don't have to buy them. So like, what it's you... also always a big thing culturally, at least here. Mm. You can't light them off in city limits. Everyone does. So police basically spend the whole night driving around town confiscating fireworks. Oh, that sucks. But why can't you set them off in city limits? It's just the law here. Um... Also, because we live in a plane and it's not this year, but it's usually really dry. There's usually a lot of like burn bans in, in place. Sometimes there's even like firearm bans in place. Like, hey, we don't even want to risk you like starting a fire with a gun. Please don't use fireworks and light the whole state on fire. Because this is about the time of year when the whole state catches on fire. Um, but not in effect this year, thankfully. 
Huh. So besides fireworks, like what else do you do? Like uh, get togethers with your family? So I usually do. Um, this year and last year, I exercised my freedom as an American to just volunteer <laughs> to work. <laughs> because if you work on a holiday where I work, you get double PTO. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I did that. And then, uh, you know, usually there'll be like a barbecue and a grill, burgers, hot dogs, all the classics. I think I've spoken about this before, but this is maybe a year or two before COVID hit. I went to a baseball game here in town. Mm. Um, our, our minor league or pioneer league team, whatever, um, the Mustangs on the 4th of July. And that was like the most, one of the most American things I've ever done. They're like playing all like the, the patriotic songs born in the USA, born in the USA, which isn't really (laughs) a patriotic song, but everyone, it it feels like it, you know, and you're at the baseball game and that was really fun. There's usually a lot of stuff like that that'll happen. And there's, you know, two or three firework events around town. People will go to put out like a picnic blanket. They'll have concerts and live music. That sounds like a pretty standard American experience from 4th of July. Yeah, I, I kind of got tired all, all, of that all. Um, I'll, I don't think I'll ever get tired of like the visceral experience of doing the fireworks myself, but it's just, it takes a lot of effort and you have to know somebody with property outside city limits. Mm. Is there a huge fine? I don't, I don't think it's a huge fine, but they, I think they do take all your fireworks. Oh, also, I want to not worry about it. Like I, I'm a paranoid person. Like I just want to like let go and just go have fun. I don't want to be looking over my shoulder every five seconds while I'm playing with explosives. Yeah. You, you just got to let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much the same. What it was for me is we would get together, barbecue grill. Uh, we might go out to eat. Um, that really depends, but yeah, pretty similar experience. And then the next day, you know, life is normal. So sometimes you're lucky and it's on a Friday or a Monday. So then you get like a like a long weekend. But I don't know what day was it this year. Honestly, I didn't even check. It was on a Monday. Ah, see, look, there you go. Yeah. So a lot of people got a free three day weekend. Yeah, I had to go. Wait, to no, work. I lied. It, it. Did I lie? No, it is on Monday. I double checked. It was. It was yeah. yeah. <sighs> Something else. What I'm thinking of, it was Juneteenth that was on a Sunday, but people still uh, got a Monday off, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's the new holiday. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have that growing up, Juneteenth. We should definitely talk yeah. about that. But yeah, so we're coming to a close. That was, uh, I guess, a mixture of the of 4th of July and uh, a history lesson. So, but double check your facts because I'm not a historian and neither is Chris as far as I know. But Yep, yep, same. <laughs> But, but still, you know, we, we have to try to talk with some authority. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's all I have to add. Um, do you have anything before we go? Um, you know, I think the only thing I'd like to add is that uh, I think firefighters hate the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. That's def- it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. America. <laughs> all right. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope that it was informative and that we were able to expand your worldview, even if only just a little. 
We always welcome feedback, comments, and constructive criticism. If you'd like to provide us with any, please reach out to us at our Discord or email address, both of which will be listed in, in the description. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.